This is Autumn O'Dean. And who are you? And Hannah Henson. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, yeah. Yep. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm listening to a podcast. No, Hannah, you're a co-host now. So you get to say your name. <laughs> say Anyways. your name. Yeah. Hannah Louise Hudson yeah. is on the podcast. Hannah uh, Louise Hudson. Yep. <laughs> anyway, so welcome to Raise Your Standards podcast. And today will be a little bit of a shorter episode. And we wanted to cover Lent and the meaning behind Lent because especially as someone who grew up Catholic and transitioned to more of a non-denominational Christian, it was confusing to me in terms of like, okay, is this still something I should practice? What does Lent mean? And also where do do you start in terms of like, what do you give up? Uh, so yeah, just wanted to answer some of those questions based on our own research we've done and individuals we've talked to. And so, yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and get started, but Hannah, what does Lent mean to you? Um, I believe, yeah, I, I mean, I was raised in a very traditional, uh, household. I was raised Lutheran. So from that point of view, it was more like, yeah, just giving something up and no one ever gave a definition for it. Nobody said specifically something that's getting in the way of you and the Lord potentially uh, for a season. And that's what I believe now is just, you know, Lent is a season of, okay, kind of looking at my life and going, okay, is there something in the way of God and I? Is there something that I need to give up for a season? You know, whether it is a lot of people always say like food and all that kind of stuff, but if it is food, great. If it's not, is there something in my life that I should be stopping or taking a second look at in this season of Lent? So, yeah, I think that's really good. And I would say similarly, I grew up Catholic, so we would practice like the no meat on Fridays, always giving something up. And our family growing up didn't really eat fish. So it was definitely harder on Fridays come (laughs) Fridays. And I would always like reach for a chicken sandwich and be like, ah, crap, I can't have that. So (laughs) that was my memories of what Lent was. But as I've grown as an adult, I would say it's definitely more of uh, embodies longing for liberation, wanting to reflect on what is, like Hannah said, what is something between God and I? whether that's alcohol, food, uh, negativity, it really could be so many different things. And I know for me, social media is definitely a big one. And that's something I gave up in January at the start of the year. And I'm thinking about giving that up again, because it's just, I go through waves, but it can get really overwhelming. But there has been some good things because I learned more about what Lent is on social media. So there you go. Uh, But in terms of Lent, so really an opportunity to sacrifice and have time to just focus on the Lord. And I think kind of transitioning into our next question, what is something that you're giving up or if you're not giving up something, uh, what does Lent look like for you this year? Yeah, I think, yeah, kind of bouncing off what you had said, you know, a lot of yeah, Catholic tradition is no meat on Fridays and whatever. And a lot of people, I think, do a lot with diet. They think it's another diet for a season. And, you know, that's not what God's about at all. He's after your heart. It's not about anything, you know, in regards to, yeah, like your physical health or anything like that. Unless it is. Like, again, it can be 100%. But don't just go into it going, oh, I want to give up chocolate 
And, you know, three days and you're like, well, I don't want to do this anymore. So, because yeah, our reliance should be on the Lord. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I've gone through my own phases of giving up chocolate and doing all that stuff for Lent, but this year, um, I'm really focusing on giving up distractions. So whether that's, you know, okay, I'm not fully present in a conversation. So I'm not on my phone while I'm talking to somebody. Um, well, whether I'm fully present in my job, listening to a coworker, not thinking about the next thing, um, saying no, that's another big one for me in Lent. So I guess all of it's more like self, um, self work, I guess I'm working Mm -hmm. on myself in Lent saying no. Um, yeah, giving my full self, taking time for myself because, um, like I've said in previous podcasts, I'm a very busy lady and I just try to be, I want to be really present in this season because yeah, I think everybody says that they just want to be present in this season, but what really Lent is all about and getting closer to the Lord, especially yeah, come Easter and the celebration of Easter as well. That's what it all leads up to. So, and that's really important. So with that, um, what are you giving up for? (laughs) So I was in Hawaii last week, so unrelated, but magical time. And I was looking for a new book to read. And my friend gave me this book called The Ruthless Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. So it's by John Mark Comer. But essentially what it talks about is how, especially as Christians, sometimes we can be distracted of like, oh, I need to run to church and then I need to go to this volunteer event. But then, oh, I want to grab coffee with this person. And it's one thing to the next. And I think especially in February, I realized I had said yes to a lot of awesome, wonderful things, but I wasn't being fully present in those activities because I was running from one thing to another. A good example is I said, oh yeah, like these girls I was in Bible study with last uh, semester, like, oh yeah, I can go out to dinner with you. But then, oh, also we have a roommate dinner that night and I was trying to balance both. And I just ended up feeling really sucky about myself because I'm like, I'm not giving my full attention to either group and that's not fair to them. And that was something that I just really was reflected on even yesterday of prioritizing what are all the activities that are in my life and what is the priority. And I think it comes from one, like what connects me most with God, but then also where he is directing me and calling me. And it's hard because there's a lot of good things that could lead to more of my purpose and my calling. And I feel passionate about a lot of things, but at the same time, I need to focus on my relationship with him because if I'm not even opening my Bible in a day, like what's the point of doing all these other things, you know? And so that was really, really eye-opening for me. So I would say I'm giving up hurry, but what that looks like, and this was also something that when I was researching, they're saying like, oh, you can give something up, but also add something into your life. So I love coffee, as a lot of people know. And instead of just drinking my coffee and going about my day, I'm really focused on now having, when I'm having coffee, I'm either intentionally thinking about God, I'm praying, I'm opening my Bible more, and I'm able to devotion, do devotions in the morning. So it's been really great. And it's only been, I started this just this week because I'm in a Bible study with other girls and I was talking to them about like, I don't know what it is, but even five minutes open my Bible just seems overwhelming, which it shouldn't at all. But 
something about it was just like, oh, I need to start my job. And I think part of that is working remote and not having a set time to start. Like once yeah. I wake up, I'm like, oh, I need to start right away. Um, so that's been hard to navigate, but it's been really cool as like Lent has come up and is now here that that's something that God really put on my heart of like, you're doing too much, slow down and don't be in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was a really good verse that the book kind of started out with. And then it's insane. Hannah, there's sense. Like I read this verse in this book, I've seen it everywhere. And that's when, you know, it's from God. Like you've seen it once you see it twice, you see it again. It was in the Sadie Robertson's devotional that I'm doing now and mm-hmm. crazy, but The verse is, come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's Matthew 11, 28 through 30. Um, I'll let you go because Maisie's not barking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, well, good, because I was like, at first when you started with giving up something and adding something in, I was like, no, please don't tell me you're giving up coffee because coffee is bae. It is like awesome. And of course, Jesus time too. I think it helps focus too. I think when you're intentionally thinking about adding something into your day, especially, you know, working from home, I work in person, but even before anything starts, I'm like, I need Jesus to start this day. You know, whether it's adding that small thing, I was listening to um, Janine Amapola's podcast Um, and just building habits, you know, if you're, yeah, if you intentionally want to read your Bible, if you intentionally want to do your devotion, don't say, oh, well, I'm going to read a chapter in a day. You know, if it's a verse a day, great. If it's a verse from your devotion, great. And then it leads into everything else, you know, make it small and simple so that you're able to continue with that. I mean, again, same with the chocolate thing. It's like, okay, yeah, if you eliminate chocolate, but is there something else? Is it associated with an event? You know, are you making that small step? Is it adding it into breakfast? You know, are you eliminating that each day? Um, and it, it is a choice. It's all a decision. Um, but I love that verse. It is definitely something that a lot of us need to hear, especially in this hustle culture. Beginning of the year, too, we've got a lot of goals that we want to um, attain and, yeah, things we want to do and all that. Um, and I also have a verse, um, from James five, um, it's verses seven through eight and it says, dear brothers and sisters, be patient as you wait for the Lord's return. Consider the farmer who patiently waits for the rain in the fall and in the spring. They eagerly look for the valuable harvest to ripen. You too must be patient. Take courage for the coming of the Lord is near. And I think, again, that's just a great reminder of, yeah, being patient and yeah, maybe Lent is the first step towards a goal that you might have, but let God into those goals. Let him be the driver of those goals, whether it's, yeah, starting a business, whether it's, it has to do with your diet, whether it's having to make a move or switch a job, all that kind of stuff. I think it's easy to be in this hustle, hurry culture. And yeah, no matter the season, I think we all need some waiting patience and having that. Mm -hmm endurance too so yeah I agree definitely and having patience is really big and also I think too it's just good to reiterate that especially in Christian society of like oh I need to sign up for every single event the church is doing (laughs) and it's like okay I'm only one person and as much as I like saying yes to those activities goes back to what I said earlier like I can only do so much and I can only be so many places at once um 
And it was so funny because in the book too, it literally, it had like, you can't do it all on one line, each word on one different mm-hmm. line to really call attention to it. Uh, so I think that's cool. And also, I think another thing is some people think, well, at least I used to think like, oh, Lent is super overwhelming and it's like such a burden and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like, that's not at all what it is and it shouldn't be a burden. And if you do feel that way, that's not how God wants you to feel about it. Like we definitely want to be able to sacrifice and have a heart posture that is uh, loving and admiring like all that he's done for us. But at the same time, like Hannah was saying, if it's something simple and a goal of like reading one verse a day, just like how many verses that will be over time, you know, like that, that truly does add up. And even from the past two days of being really intentional about my devotional time, I've noticed a difference in a calmness that I did not have before. So really important. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, and yeah, again, I think a lot of people think of Lent as like, oh, it's such a religious thing. That's what a lot of denominations do and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I would say like, don't get caught up in the actual word or maybe like what your past has maybe scarred you from. I think, yeah, when to break out of that tradition and once you actually lean into what God has called us to do in the Lent season, it becomes so much different. It's like such a different light to people. And yeah, it can be a really good thing, even for a new Christian, um, to, yeah, really focus in on what God is calling them to do. And yeah, for all of us, I mean, I think I'm just, I think I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm just a busy girl. And sometimes I lose sight of, yeah, where I'm really supposed to be. So it's good. It's good. It's definitely good. Uh, And with that, I guess, do you have any takeaways in terms of approaching this season now I guess we're technically in it so any advice or takeaways you have um I guess yeah I mean from my perspective and just yeah bringing it back to that verse is just again like yeah don't waste the waiting don't waste the Lent season don't just let it pass you by um be patient in what you're going to set for a goal in this Lent season and go forward with it, you know, and don't have this posture of like, Oh, what if I screw up or whatever, you know, God is always with you. It's never going to be a perfect battle. It's never going to be the perfect race that's set out for us, but you just have to stay patient and have that endurance with Jesus. Like you are not alone. This goal, this Lent season is not supposed to be alone. It's supposed to be you and God. And that's the main focus of the season. So make that the center and then all the habits will fall into place. So uh, any takeaways from you, Miss Adam? <laughs> uh, I would say similarly, just finding time to be intentional with the season. So finding times to rest and whether that's opening your Bible every day, making that a goal to do that. I mean, what you have at least 40 days and counting. So mm-hmm. that's over 21 days to create a new habit. So that's something that is really good. And I think what you said about not focusing on it as like, oh, this is a good opportunity to have a diet to like make my body look better. Like that's not the focus and <laughs> that shouldn't be the focus. That should be, okay, if I'm giving this up, it's be for a reason that I want to depend more on God. So that is super important. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I would say to really focus on not hurrying and being intentional would be 
my takeaway, but also just doing more research on what what is and what the season is. I think we kind of going back to the hurrying part, hurry through life. It's just like, oh, this is just a season. This is just what we do. But like stopping to think about what it actually means was really cool. And Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that. So yes, but yeah. All right. Uh, Anything else to add? I don't think so. Everybody just, yeah, stay patient. Patient, patient, patient. <laughs> Fruit of the spirit, stay patient. No, that's what, like, that's just the anthem. Like, I don't yeah. know. I think it's, yeah, it's really easy to just, yeah. I don't, in every area of your life, honestly. Like, real. whether yeah. it is fitness goals, like, you got to show up to the gym. You got to be consistent. Like, I'm, this is a personal trainer coming out to me. You have to be consistent. You you can't just show up and be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I want this body tomorrow. It's like, no, you your body is a temple. Take care of it and consistently take care of it. You know, and the same thing with your job. Like, if you want a different job, you're going to have to work at this job and be patient um, for God to open that next door and even mm-hmm. relationships and all that stuff too. So, yeah. Yeah. It's good advice. Good advice. All right. Well, Hannah and I are going to enjoy a vacation together next week. So we'll have good content hopefully after that. <laughs> First time seeing you in a long time. So I'm really excited to be in person. Yeah. Uh, but until mm-hmm. then, uh, feel free to go follow us at Raise Your Standards Podcast. Follow our accounts uh, on Instagram. We're on there. So Autumn Dean and what's yours? Hannah Henson one. Underscore? Uh, Hannah underscore Henson one. Yep. There you go. Hannah underscore Henson yep. one. I need that blue check mark, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Give it a laughs> well, we, one, uh, no. one can hope, right? Stay consistent and maybe yeah. we'll get there. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't need that. Uh, Too funny. Uh, Anyways, until then, uh, we hope you learned more about Lent and how to raise your standards in terms of a Christ-like relationship with God.